Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Coming up on NBA Today, it was only the fourth game of the season, but it felt like a playoff game. Are the Warriors and Suns the matchup that we need to see in the postseason? Plus, injury updates on both Russell Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard. How much concern is there for the Clippers here? We have answers for you. And we have two very special guests joining the show, Ty Dolla Sign and Mustard, here in studio to debut their new NBA Today track. Let's get it. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by FanDuel Sports. We have a jam-packed show today, and last night it had some fabulous games. The Pelicans, they look legit, but... We need to start in the Valley where things got off to a wild start between the defending champions and the Suns. So let's head there now. Devin Booker hosting the Warriors. Clay Thompson and Devin Booker, though, I'm sure you all saw this. They oh, we did. Into it in the third quarter, Cheney. I like this energy. Competitive. Clay's like, I got four rings. Devin Booker's like, I'm going off right now. Some of the best shooters we've ever seen. And that's Clay's first ever ejection. Yeah, they would get into each other's faces just a little bit there. But after this ejection, as you mentioned, his first career ejection there, Chinea Agumake. The Suns, they were able to go on a little run here. So let's head now later in the third quarter. At this point, they are up 16. Booker like from you, the elbow gets again, it to go. So much inspiration from Kobe Bryant, and that's why he gets those elbows. But you go under a screen, you go back, he's going to make you pay each and every time. Well, and the Suns would go on to win it 134-105. Chinea Agumake. This game had just a little bit of everything, a little bit of sauce, a little bit of drama, a little bit of highlights, <laughs> and I loved it. But to you, big deal, little deal, no deal, what the Suns were able to do here. I think it's a big deal because if you're a team that has made it far in the playoffs but hasn't gotten that championship, if you're a team that has been consistent in the regular season and is looking to try to get over the hump, it starts right now. And we should put some respect on Devin Booker's name. Now, I'm, I, I loved what Clay Thompson in that altercation or, like, confrontation was, but Devin Booker, what he's done to start the season for the Suns is exactly what you want to do if you're trying to get over the hump as a leader of that team. Third straight 30-point game, most points so far in Suns history in a four-game span, 130 points. You have to give him a little bit of his flowers for what he was able to do yesterday versus the Warriors as a team that had a lot of questions around them. Yeah. They've showed up. I think they're 3-1 and one to start the year, and it's largely been on the back of Devin Booker. Well, and this was a question of whether or not they could settle in with a couple of games, the drama they had in the offseason a little bit, trickled into the season, and now is this it's the time? It's a confidence-boosting right. game. Is you know? this the time where they start to get right? And I mentioned this. The Warriors' Suns, it was the nightcap to an eventful doubleheader on TNT. It had a lot to live up to. To after the Mavs and Pelicans, it ended like this. They got Finney Smith to inbound for the left sideline. Here's the defense. Don't let it be 77. Anybody but 77. From the hash mark. Here we go. Luka comes again near half court. Luka's got it. In for the win. I thought for sure when he shot it going left, I said, please don't go in. A lot of prayers on that last one because from my angle, it looked, it looked good. It's no good. Short game over. The Pelicans win. Thank, thank God he didn't make it. What a 
treat this is. We have Tim Legler in studio, and I see you have the iPad in your hand. Does that mean that you can break down that last play for the Mavs? From yeah, not. they didn't get the look they wanted, Malika, obviously. And obviously, this was set up by what happened right before it. Luka goes coast to coast to lay it in down three with four seconds to go. People question that move. The reason you do it, because you still have a chance to make this a two-point game after the free throws. That's exactly what they get, but they don't execute this. Let's take a look mm. at what they're trying to get. Now, the beginning of this, you're just going to run a couple guys off the highest screen, and this is really just token action. You're trying to see what New Orleans is going to do defensively. Are they going to get a switch here? And you can focus on Devontae Graham. Yeah. He's going to hover in this area, which tells them they're going to switch. But here's where you ideally would want to get that switch, Malika. Mm. After this action clears, what I would like to see is a down screen, a full down screen here. If that happens, Devontae Graham is going to be forced to come down to this area. And if he did that, Luka could now use his size and strength to catch the ball in this area of the floor, which is where the entire building knows they want Luka to catch it. But watch what happens instead. It actually ends up being a screen set up here. Now, Luca's reading this and saying, well, they're just going to jump out and deny me, so let me go to this area of the floor. Well, that's an awful far pass, and you see Dorian Finney-Smith is looking at that, but you're talking about a 35, 40-foot pass. Very risky. He doesn't like it. Watch what ends up happening. By the time Luca catches it, he's 40 feet from the basket with 2.9 seconds left, and he's already headed left, so there's only one thing he can do here and that's go to this shot. Now, here's the problem with it. Obviously, a makeable shot, but look where he's rising up, and look at the side of his body that the defender is on. He's right here hovering above the ball, and that's going to force Luka to drift left. And when he drifts left on the finish, the ball does not go straight. He hits front rim. Mm. Poor execution in a critical moment. Look, we all know Luka's going to get the ball in that situation, but I think you have to use him in a way that he can catch it at the top of the key there against yeah. a smaller defender and have either direction to go and also likely to draw a foul maybe. Where he caught it that late, he had one option, a step back three going left with a defender on his right side. It's a very difficult shot for a player to make. Well, and obviously we heard C.J. McCollum say after the game, though, there was still a little pit in his oh, stomach. Sure. Like, is this going to go Luca. in? It is Luka. Because right. it's Luka magic. Right. Whenever it's Luka, there's a chance it's going to go in. Do not leave me hanging. Let's head to Denver where the Lakers, they will be looking for their first win of the season. It's tonight at 10 Eastern on ESPN. But... They may be without Russell Westbrook, who is doubtful tonight with a left hamstring injury. So for more on Russ, I want to bring in our Lakers reporter, Dave McMenamin. Dave, what can you tell us about the status of Russell Westbrook? Look, he remains doubtful with soreness in his left hamstring. Obviously, that hamstring issue came up for the first time in the preseason finale when he came off the bench, was only able to play five minutes. And after that occurred, Russ suggested that possibly the discomfort was caused by Darvin Ham's decision to bring him off the bench. So that adds a wrinkle to this injury, obviously. Earlier this morning, we saw him shooting around on the court. Uh, I was told that he did some things with his teammates, some things without his teammates. But the thing we're at to look for as this thing continues, when he is cleared to play, will he be playing with the starters or will he be coming off the bench? And, and that is the big question around the Lakers right now. And, and also, what is going on here with Michael Porter Jr., Dave? 
Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. is going to be out tonight, missing his first game of the season. Uh, the, the team's terming it lumbar management. Obviously, he missed a lot of time last year with a back injury, and so they're being precautions. And the, the Nuggets want to get things going, too. They're 2-2. Two and yeah. two. The Lakers are 0-3. Oh this is a get-right type of night for both these teams. It's going to be interesting to watch that go down. Dave McMenamin, thank you so much for stopping by. So here's the Lakers' upcoming schedule. After tonight's game in Denver, they go to Minnesota before coming home for three straight games. Those games are against the Nuggets, the Pelicans, and the Utah Jazz. And now we have a very special guest joining us today. It is one Mr. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A., thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Let's start with the Lakers here. If Westbrook, Mm -hmm. he doesn't play tonight, in your opinion, could this be a blessing in disguise for the Lakers? Well, we're about to find out from what I'm being told. Russell Westbrook is not going to play tonight, but he's going to probably come off the bench and lead the second unit for Friday in the next game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's what I'm being told. So that remains to be seen how that's going to pan out. If you recall, Malika, uh, and near the end of the preseason, they tried Russell Westbrook leading the second unit. That's something I'm hearing that they're going to institute in their next game. Not tonight, of course, but in their next game against the Minnesota Timberwolves because they recognize they have to do something. Mm. A lot of people, are not, they're looking at the Lakers and they're just going off about the roster. The reality is, is that they've improved exponentially as a defensive team. Obviously, they've got some athletes. The problem is they can't shoot at all. Nobody can shoot. Their right. best shooter is a 20-year veteran who's about to be a, who's a surefire first battle Hall of Famer. Everybody else is just giving construction workers good names, for crying out loud, with how bad they're shooting. Well, and we know that it is proven. Put shooters around LeBron James and watch him work. Stephen A., you're debuting a new show. It's tonight on ESPN2, the NBA in Stephen A.'s world. What can we expect from the new show? Well, I think the first thing to say, Malik, is this. I don't know what the hell ESPN was thinking. I really, really don't. I mean, you talk about me being unleashed to Stephen A's world. They wanted some, or to, they wanted to replicate me actually watching games, watching games live, whether it's with my friends, family members, some of my boys that I know in the world of sports and beyond, in the world of pop culture and entertainment. The list goes on and on. So tonight's the debut. We're going to do a show November 2nd, December 2nd, and, of course, Christmas Day from LA, but tonight they debut and they already bought my furniture, got me a nice couch, got an ottoman. Ooh. I got my sister coming in bringing me some lasagna. I lasagna. got it all. I mean, this is me. Yes, I'm going to be eating lasagna <laughs> on national television tonight. You can bet the house on that. So I'm looking forward to having a good time with it. I'm looking forward to watching you have a good time with it. Who, who's stopping by tonight? Can you give us a little sneak pe- well, preview? Well, I, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm hearing Eli Manning, Ooh. potentially Peyton Manning. I mean, obviously, there's a couple of other people. I'm going to have my countdown crew coming in. Again, my sister's coming in. And, and you know, this is just the beginning. There will be numerous shows with numerous guests, but we're going to feel it out. Jay Farrell might stop by as well, along with a couple other people. We'll see what happens. I love see it. Stephen happens. A., thank you so much. I know the NBA Today crew cannot wait to join you on your new broadcast, the NBA That's Countdown. Right. We will see you there at 7 Everybody's Eastern. invited. Everybody's invited and because you got that I'm new couch. Told I don't have, I can't splurge, but I can sip on, on, a, on a little, a little oh, alcohol. Oh, just oh, just okay. So things are going to get wild. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're, we're not going to tell. Check with the bosses. We're, we're not going to tell. Don't worry about it. Stephen A., we will see you on NBA Countdown. And then, of course, tonight on the NBA in Stephen A.'s world. Thank you so much for stopping by. All righty. Still to come on NBA Today, our Clippers reporter, Om Young Masuk, he joins the show with the latest he's hearing on Kawhi's injury. Who needs to step up if he misses significant time? Plus, 
It was hot in the desert last night. Here what Devin Booker had to say about Clay Thompson after Clay was ejected for the first time in his career. And do you hear that song that's underneath what I'm saying right now? We're minutes away from Ty Dolla Sign and Mustard joining the show. Did they, they debut their new NBA Today song for us. That is next. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. NBA Today is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And in part by Marvel Studios' Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Don't miss an exclusive look tonight, only on NBA on ESPN. So, arguably the most surprising result of the night was the Thunder getting their first win of the season as they knocked off the Clippers 108-94. Oklahoma City used a 21-0 run in the third quarter to put the game away, and the SGA, he stuffed the stat sheet. 33 points, 8 dimes, 3 steals, 3 blocks. Three key rotation players, they missed Tuesday's game for the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard, after experiencing stiffness in his right knee, Paul George was out due to a non-COVID illness, and Marcus Morris missed the game due to personal reasons. So now welcoming in ESPN Clippers reporter Om Young Masuk. Om, the Clippers, they are still in Oklahoma as they play the Thunder again tomorrow, but where's Kawhi? Uh, Malika, Kawhi flew back to Los Angeles. He experienced stiffness in his surgically repaired right knee where he tore his ACL back on June 14th, 2021. And so Ty Lue is saying this is not a concern. Uh, they're just being smart about it. Kawhi can be mad at them all he wants because he wanted to play, but they decided to send him home so he could see, seek treatment there in their own facility with full resources. Um, I asked Ty Lue, though, is he going to have that knee examined? Is he going to get an MRI? He said, no, this is just a thing where they're sending him back to get treatment and just be smart about it. But, of course, anytime you send your star player back home when mm. you got two games on a road trip, to me that's a little bit of a concern, especially when you've had Kawhi Leonard coming off such a long layoff. He didn't play all of last season. Yeah, I think that's what's raising antennas. It's not so much that Kawhi Leonard sat out. It's that he didn't sit out in Oklahoma City. It's that he returned back to to LA. Om Young Masuk, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. I want to bring Chanae, Tim Legler, Kendrick Perkins back into this conversation. And Perk, I want to start with you here. How worried should the Clippers be if this is a lingering issue for Kawhi throughout the season? Well, they should be very worried, but let me ask you this. Why is Kawhi Leonard not available, okay? I tore my ACL in 2010, and I was back in six months, and I was a guy that was 300-plus pounds 
playing, and, and I got back in six months, and I played back-to-backs, and I played every game after that. Here's the thing that I'm worried about, right? The Clippers have so much depth that sooner or later, Ty Lue is going to have to simmer down his, his, his rotations, right? So right now, they're pretty much all over the place, and you have to be able to develop chemistry, and chemistry don't start in the middle of the season. You actually want to start from the jump, especially when you have a lot of new faces, and on top of that, you have to play-in tournament this season, right? I mean, that has been added. So with the play-in tournament being added, you don't even want to take no games for granted because remember, it could be those one or two losses that could stop you from getting into the postseason. Now, now you got to go and battle to get into the play-in tournament. I have the Clippers as my favorite. I'm sticking with that to win the NBA championship, but this is getting out of control when it comes down to Kawhi Leonard. He was out the entire season. Mm. to get this ACL injury right. That's more than enough time. You're going to experience stiffness in your knee when you come back from that type of injury. I did. You have to battle through it. I agree, Perk. When you have knee situations, which I have had, I had right knee microfracture surgery. I actually tore my left Achilles too, so I understand what this experience is. Yeah, you have to battle through it to feel more comfortable, but at the same time, everybody is different. And, you know, we're speaking from the vantage point of being post players, you know, going out and all we have to do is get the ball in the low block, drop step, or make, maybe make one explosive move typically from the free throw line. When you're a perimeter player, your body responds much differently, and that's exactly where he needs his dynam- dynamic nature. I would say this is really tough to see happen so early with Kawhi because you don't want a setback, especially going into the start of the season. You need him to play through these types of things. So I see more of alarms from them needing to do this at this point. I think it's now going to be really the game of how are you going to manage this situation? Are you going to play through it in the long term or are you going to just save him for the moments that matter most? That's the question that the Clippers really have to deal with. But they do have enough depth, enough rotation players Mm -hmm. that they should be competitive. I mean, it's not normal that Paul George and Marcus you know, Morris is out. They can compete with a co- their core still available. Well, let me start, first of all, by saying I also have a matching set of ACL reconstruction. So, so I'm the only one we, with, with two. Yeah, we got to yeah, yeah, maybe get you up and down, get some verticality <laughs> going and see. See what happens. You guys I don't can know. borrow if come you back. need them. This is the yeah, comeback crew today. <laughs> you got five ACLs out of six between the three. My ACLs are good. Let me let me let Hang the in there, buddy. My ACLs are good. It was just Mine a feel much better now too, but it's been a while. But here's the thing. First of all, I'm sick over this because there's no player in the league was I looking forward to watching this year as much as Kawhi Leonard because of how much we have missed watching him play, the unique nature of his game. This is a bad sign. And I know they're being overly cautious, and they're going to always err on the side of caution, particularly nowadays. They take it out of the player's hands most of the time. Mm -hmm. People get upset with the players sometimes. like They expect him to want to get into a fist fight with somebody and demand they play. It just doesn't work that way in the league. They take this out of their hands and off the plate. So now they're going to give him some rest. What I'm concerned about is has this been that long a period of time with such little action that he's just never going to get his body to the point that it feels great? And, and what do the Clippers miss when he's not there? You're talking about a guy that controls the middle area of the floor, and you win championships with players like that because of how difficult it is to double-team players that can get their own shot from 12 to 20 feet, and he's as good as there is, not only in the NBA, maybe that's ever played in the NBA. That's what the Clippers lack. The roster's good enough to contend or to get to the finals or win a championship. Right. I didn't pick them specifically because of stuff like this. I said it's too big of a leap to take to think that now we're just going to get a bunch of health out of their star players. That's why I think Golden State is going to repeat. But there's no doubt the roster is good enough. But without Kawhi Leonard, 
you're going to have to get other guys really step up right now. And there's some guys struggling offensively here well, early. And the West is tough. The champions last season, they came out of the West. We're going to check in on them coming up here on NBA Today because Clay Thompson, he was ejected for the first time in his career from a basketball game. So don't miss what he told Devin Booker on his way out of that one. Plus, we're also going to check in on a former Warrior, KD and the Nets. They visit Giannis and the Bucks tonight on ESPN. Janae and Tim Legler break down who has the advantage heading into that one. And it's almost that time to hear our new NBA Today track by Ty Dolla Sign and Mustard. They're here to tell us about it in studio. We will be back after this. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. You're watching NBA Today, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Welcome back to NBA Today. We are joined now by some incredibly special guests, Ty Dolla Sign and Mustard. And I understand that not only did you gentlemen remix a song for the NBA on ESPN, but also NBA Today has its own special little verse. Oh, we cooked up something special for y'all for sure. Oh, I've never been in a song before. Does that mean let's I get go. to press play? Of course, let's oh, go. Yes, I get to do it. All right, here we go. Hey, what's the deal? It's your boy Ty Dolla Sign, and it's NBA on ESPN time. Let's get it. What's that on that beat? On top of the league, me and my clique. Got it out the mud, now we all lit. You know I'm ducking on these calls like a Bronco. Steph Curry, I'm a warrior, shot to Friends, my squad, my gang. I just caught Malika when I landed in the bay. Had a carry on and I forgot it on the plane. Going Kendrick Park is where I'm wearing my brain. So I gotta make a good first impression. Caught him on camera and Janae just embarrassed him. Yeah, oh. AGN just hit him with a bow's bomb. Step back, Zach, long range with Ramona at. Flew from Cleveland to LA like RJ. Now we on ESPN NBA today. I got my son on the beat, that's my slime. It's NBA on ESPN time. Hey! No. Studio Grammy nominated musical powerhouse Ty Dolla Sign and multi platinum and Grammy winning artist Mustard. Let's they go. are in the building. <laughs> what is good? I appreciate y'all oh so much. God. I've never, I've never, this is incredible. This is incredible. Hello, this is the first time I feel like, 
I mean, I what? Think a close second. I'm a close second, but you got the best lyric. I, I might have had the moment. I think wow. I think today had the moment. I love you guys. I, I do though. <laughs> just to make sure, I, I want to bring in Kendrick Perkins just to, to just to get his thoughts here. Perk, uh, what up? Perk, what 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 do you think? What do you think of the song? <laughs> I love it. 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 A existing song, right, with new lyrics, with something for to tell NBA stories here. What was this process like for you? It was fun, man. I have fun. It's an honor, you know. We watch you guys all the time, so yeah. Being right here and making this song, it was lit for sure. Shout out to the team, y'all did y'all thing too for sure. That was amazing. Uh, what were the sessions like in studio? Uh, I think we was just bouncing around ideas. I think mm -hmm. we just it's kind of like natural because I kind of we came up together, so. Yeah. In the studio with him is like being in the studio with like a cousin or a brother or something like that. So you just like, it's normal. It's yeah. not just ideas. He would come to me with an idea. I'd come to him with an idea. Yeah. And what, like, is, uh, what is it like being in an MBA studio right now? Because I know this is probably different. your first time. It's got to be uh, a, a little bit different. It's fire. Hey! Fire. <laughs> there you it's go. Like, well, since we are in an MBA on ESPN Studio, we can't yeah. have you guys here and not talk a little bit about basketball. Mustard, I understand that you're a Lakers fan. How are you feeling about your squad this season? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. It's, uh, <laughs> man, love, hate, just, I don't know what's going on right now, but I have faith. See, you gotta just, you gotta keep the faith. Well, yeah. what are your realistic hopes for this team this year, Ty? To make it to the playoffs, for sure. There you go. Man. Yeah. And in order for that to happen, what do you want to see? Oh, man. What do you, what do you want to tell him who you, what you want to see? Somebody got to go harder. Yeah. Oh, man. Somebody. Come on, let's go, LeBron. Yeah. So, somebody, just, just a little Put the bit. team on your back, LeBron. Yeah. Uh, lastly, as we were um, preparing for your visit, we made sure to, what's happening here? To get us right. Oh, this yeah. Is the, uh, the MPC live. Live. Second version. He got the red one. I got the black one. Yeah. Shit. This is like what you take in the airport. You want to make beats. Oh, in he, the airport. Made, on the go. Or if you're like on the go. I don't yeah. even say the airport, but like <laughs> you anywhere. Do it in the airport, you can make anywhere. a beat anywhere. And uh, he started off NPC 2000. Uh -huh. 2000 XL. Wow. And uh, I, I learned up to, I learned first off of a program called Reasons, but then I started wanting to learn how he learned, mm -hmm. and I had the 2500. Okay. And now these are just basically like the new versions of those. How, how has this transformed the game when it comes to producing and making music? Uh, this is like, you can make stuff, in, like literally, like you probably could like do a whole song on this. So if you could do thing. a whole song on that one thing, we've yeah. been changing some things in our NBA on ESPN Studios. The yeah, NBA yeah. Day logo has changed. We got a yes. look in here. A little glow up. A little glow up. Our song has changed too. Yeah. Can, can you play a little something for us? A little NBA uh, on ESPN, <laughs> NBA Today theme dozen, song? Dozen, dozen, dozen. Oh! Uh, what we got? What you got? <laughs>
I know how to get back in. I love that. Oh that my was God. Cool. What do you think, Chidi? Too easy. Oh, that's that's a layout. I think I could, I think I could make, like, make a little rap to it. Uh, yeah? Oh. You think, you you think gonna, I could? You're going to rap right go. now? Oh, God. We will stay in our lanes. All right. Y'all get four bars each. Right. Four bars four each. Four bars each. Y'all got to be like the female Migos. See, I, I have to think of something now. Migos. 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 We'll work on that in the break. Okay. All right, that's fair. That's a bit. That's a bit. The sway. No, this is going to go this is going to go incredibly badly. Thank you so much you, for stopping bro. by MBA today. I think we got to hear our song one more time today. Oh, one more time. Let's please. hear it Do one it. more time as we head to break. You don't have to get up again. On top of the league, me and my clique. Got it out the mud, now we all lit. You know I'm ducking on these calls like a Bronco. Steph Curry, I'm a warrior, shot to My friends, my squad, my gang. I just caught Malika when I landed in the bay. Had to carry on and I forgot it on the plane. Going Kendrick Park is where I'm wearing my brain. So I gotta make a good first impression. Caught him on camera and Janae just embarrassed on God. Adrian just hit him with a bow's bomb. Step back, Zach, long range with Ramona at. Flew from Cleveland to LA like RJ. Now we on ESPN NBA today. I got mustard on the beat, that's my slime. It's NBA on ESPN time. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. excited about seeing just the evolution of the Black Panther. I was a big fan of the first one. I'm sure they're gonna take it to another level. To see a black character like that star, it's a very powerful symbol. We don't see a lot of that um, nowadays, so it's, it's beautiful to see. Being able to see what the Black Panther character is able to do, bringing people together and overcoming different obstacles and bringing up peace. I think it just inspires kids. Not only kids of color, but a lot of kids to, you know, be able to want to be something and be stronger than what they are. And uh, that's huge. I'm super excited to see it. Show them who we are. Welcome back to NBA Today. Clearly, there is a lot of excitement for Marvel Studios' Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, coming to theaters November 11th. And we are joined now by Anscape senior entertainment reporter Kelly Carter, who is on the purple carpet tonight. Kelly, the, the Black Panther franchise, it's been featured in so many NBA events since the first movie came out. Beyond what we just heard, why do you think this has made such an impact and resonated so much with this league? 
You know, I, I mean, it's Wakanda forever. I mean, mm. the thing about it is that this film taught us, the first film taught us, that universal truths will translate across the board. It doesn't matter what you look like. But this film was so game-changing. It's the first predominantly black cast to travel globally and do as well as it's done. It's amazing, and I think people really want to celebrate that tonight, in addition to seeing this new film. Absolutely. And you've covered Black Panther since the first movie came out, Kelly. How are the folks yeah. that are involved in the event tonight, in the movie, how are they honoring Chadwick Boseman here? I think the entire evening, at least this is my expectation, is going to be a celebration of Chadwick Boseman. Mm. You know, this film, the first film was really a love letter for Ryan Coogler, the director and co-writer, to his beloved city of Oakland. And my expectation is that this film is going to be a love letter, a, a sonnet of sorts, if you will, for Chadwick Boseman. And I think tonight everyone's going to talk about it. He's going to be on everyone's minds tonight. And I think it's going to be bittersweet that he's not here, obviously, mm. but also a beautiful celebration of his life and his contribution by way of this character. Kelly, I know I certainly cannot wait to see Wakanda forever. Enjoy the event tonight. Thank you so much for stopping by NBA Today. Thank you. We want to take this to a championship run. We got to do the little things to win. Showing off the handles. I'm just trying to enjoy the game. Try to have fun. Try to win games. Oh, that's that's me. I do on TV. I know I'm that good. Oh my God! We still got a ways to go. Keep rocking with us. All even, baby. The Nets and Bucks square off tonight at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Here's the head-to-head -head between KD and Giannis. They face each other 16 times with Durant holding a 9-7 edge. However, Giannis has averaged more points and rebounds and more importantly, won the only playoff series between them back in 2021. So we've got a big one night tonight, Nets versus Bucks, and here are the categories that will be key in determining who wins this one. Uh, we decided these, no, our producers did. Clutch performer, <laughs> best duo, X-Factor role players, and winners tonight. And we're gonna make our own selections on who we think is each. So let's start with clutch performer. I'm gonna go with Kyrie Irving. Now, it was like head-to-head -head Kyrie versus KD, but I actually found out that Kyrie has made about 12 more clutch time, end of uh, last 10 seconds, or overtime shots than KD, so that's why I sided with Kyrie. Who, who do you take? There's no wrong answer if we're deciding between these two guys, okay? But I went with Kevin Durant because there's no definitive answer defensively for a guy that's 6'11 with that kind of handle and release. He can get a shot off against any defender because of that size, and in clutch situations, I trust he will get a quality look whenever he wants to. I wanted KD, yeah, but I was course. like, at the end of the day, on a team where they have, they're both there, I feel like Kyrie's going to take yeah. it. He's going to take it either way. Let's, no bad answers. Let's move on to best duo. Now, this is where things probably get spicy. I actually take the okay, box. Okay, okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Drew Holiday. And the separation point for me is defense. I believe Drew Holiday is four-time all-defensive. Giannis, five-time all-defensive and a defensive player of the year. So that's the reason why I take them because they play both sides of the ball. Drew, at times, some people say, can be a little underwhelming offensively, but he makes the shots that matter. Giannis is a force to be reckoned with. So when I looked at this, I was like, Katie and Kyrie, they can always put up like almost 80. But when it comes to basketball and matchups, you've got to play defense against the best scorers, and that's why I took the Bucks. To your point, 
Guys, I'm picking on the Nets. Had 75 the other night against Memphis and couldn't get a win. So that I'm actually playing into what you just said. But bottom line is this. If Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are both cooking on the same night, right? it's very difficult to have enough personnel, enough scheme, enough commitment, communication to deal with both of those guys at the same time. So this is tough. Giannis by himself almost tilted it in favor of the Bucs in my mind. But I'm going to go with KD and Kyrie. You need career highs like Desmond Bain going for 38 and right. Tom Morant That's being an MVP. Took. That's what it takes. Uh, X Factor, this one is a little different. I'm going to say Steve Nash in this matchup because if you think about the Nets, they are, I don't want to say atrocious, but their defense is not that good. It's actually worse than the league. Worst defensive rating in the NBA, fourth worst in rebounding. And so they have to find schematically a way for them to compete against the best, and it starts with the defensive end for me. My X Factor actually had some things to say about his own game to start the year, and I think it's really important. Let's listen to what Ben Simmons had to say. Yeah, no, it's two games I thought, well, three games you count preseason, but no, I just got to keep getting better and improving, um, keep that physicality without fouling and being smart, uh, stay out of foul trouble. There's going to be times where it's really ugly, like the other night for me, I've had a couple games where it's ugly, playing like but we keep building, we keep going, we're trying to build chemistry and get better. So to follow up on that, why is he such an X factor? Because he's such a difference maker. He's so unique with a guy this size with that kind of speed, playmaking ability, and defensive prowess. He just does not have offensive confidence right now. He lacks aggressiveness. If he finds that, the Nets now become a real contender. Until that happens, I still think there are teams in the East I'm going to like a lot better than them because they don't defend. He's so critical on that end, but today he's got to give them something offensively, and he's still trying to find himself. And that leads me to my next take. Best role players, it's got to be the Bucks, just because they may not have the names like a role player. That's sort of where he is in the category of Ben Simmons or the talented roster of the Nets. But overall, they know exactly what the assignment is every time in and out. And so I've got the Bucks. How about you? Completely agree. And the reason is because we talk about role players. These guys know their role definition, right? They understand the continuity of what is asked of them on a night-to-night basis. So guys like Grayson Allen and Bobby Portis, George Hill, these guys come in the, in the game. They're empowered to do what they do and stay in their lane. So I just think being together as long as they have gives the role players such an edge. Brooke Lopez be another guy in that category. You know, I like working with you because we're nerdy and we're analytical. That's we sort right. of take the same approach to the game. So I have a feeling our final answer is the same. Should we do it? Yeah, I'll let's do, do it, it first. Same time. Oh, can we do it? Yeah, it's good. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah. Hey. That's the answer. <laughs> I think they're on a different level right now for me. They can beat you both ends of the floor. I think the Nets have to outscore you. Milwaukee already held Philly to 88 this year. That's unheard of right now for Brooklyn. They're so bad defensively. So, yes, the Bucks to me are the favorite. I like it when we can stay on the same page, Malik. Absolutely. I like it when you guys can stay on the same page as well. I want to bring Kendrick Perkins back into this conversation and circle back on Tim Legler's X-Factor, Ben Simmons. Perk, we heard him say that he's playing like a word that I can't say on television. What are you expecting from him tonight? Yeah. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. I mean, look, offensively, <laughs> we got to realize Park. this, okay? Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons is who he is. When a person show you who they are, believe them, okay? Let's stop acting like we want him to go on this, like, get it together, and Steve Nash put him in position to be successful, and then all of a sudden he's going to up his points per game. Now, what Ben Simmons can do is on the defensive side of things, he can have an impact, which he has not had throughout the course of this young season. So when you look at this, him going against Giannis Antetokounmpo, who I believe is the best player in the NBA, forget the offensive end. You have enough offense with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and everybody else that they have. 
on the defensive side of things, how about taking on the challenge? How about getting back to the Ben Simmons that was that Ben Simmons that was mentioned for his defensive player of the year, Ben mm. Simmons? But coming in tonight, I don't expect nothing out of Ben Simmons. I mean, we've been trying to pump him up all preseason and then in short season saying he's going to come back, he's going to show the world, and he haven't showed us nothing. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have laughed so hard. You just you caught me a little bit off guard with your answer. No, I, I'm no hope- it's good. It's good. You know what I'm saying? It was the truth. I and, think- and sometimes the truth could be funny. Uh, well, I think the Nets are probably hoping that the <laughs> truth isn't funny tonight, that he shows up for them because against the Milwaukee Bucks, mm-hmm. they are going to have to have their defense be anchored and, and it starts, right? with with Ben Simmons uh, coming up on NBA today here from Devin Booker on his thoughts on Clay Thompson after last night's kerfuffle don't miss it NBA today after this how do you spell that k-e-r-f-u-f-f-l-e that's it it's game four This is what I like to see. Two guards going at it, talking junk to one another. Look at Thompson and Booker. Yes, elite two guards. Man, I love Klay Thompson. Coming out, I said I want to be Klay Thompson. Now, that doesn't excuse us from competing against each other and, and talking a little mess with each other. Klay Thompson has been ejected from this ball game. Looks like he says, you're doing all that talking. Let's see when it's time. They have four rings. I repeat it over and over when they do. This is not a regular season game. No, no. I, I absolutely agree. That is not what a regular season game feels like. Back here with Perk Legs and Shanae. Shanae, you had a chance a little bit earlier to talk briefly about this game. So I want to start with Kendrick here. What do you think about Clay and Devin Booker getting into it a little bit last night? Well, well two things that are true, right? Clay do have four rings. That's true, number one. Number two, Clay was getting his behind kicked all night long by Devin Booker on both ends of the floor. And see, listen, when they get down to that point, you could go, always hang your hat and go to, I got championships or I got a championship and you don't when somebody is giving you that work. And that's what happened. See, the thing is, Clay took it personal and he was wrong for that. Devin Booker was, it was all in the competition with him. Clay took it personal for some reason. And I think a little bit has to do with Clay, his minutes, his shot attempts things to that nature and this is one of the problems and concerns that I have for the Warriors with Steve Kerr it's going to come a time which I think the time is now where he's going to have to start putting those young guys in a little bit more Jordan Poole obviously getting a big payday he's going to get more minutes we know what Andrew Wiggins mean to that team Moses Moody Kaminga and things to that nature it's only one basketball it's not that many shot attempts. So I thought Clay was wrong because he took it personal. And Devin Booker did exactly what he was supposed to do. He kicked his tail in between those lines. I absolutely love this for a different reason. I love when it comes from the guys that don't typically do it, right? right. Because if you're flapping your gums every night mm-hmm. and you just did it again, who cares? It's nothing new. It's Clay Thompson. He's very competitive, and every now and then you'll see Clay get a little bit demonstrative. He's been actually, I think, more so since he came back from the injury. I think Clay has been carrying around this, you know, I want to prove and remind you who I am and who I was, and it hasn't been automatic every night like it used to be because he had so much time off. And he still has had his moments, but the consistency hasn't been there. And I think that's frustrating Clay Thompson. But I love the fact 
that he told Devin Booker what's what. Booker was having a great game, and there's no question. If you're going to get into it verbally, and you're going to get into a little bit of a kerfuffle <laughs> in, in the moment, as Malika loves to point out. Great. One thing you want to do, Perk, you want to make sure you stick around to be able to continue the business, right? And have a, have a hand in the outcome of the game, because it really got out of hand from that point. The game got lopsided. Clay wasn't out there to do anything about it, so you want to at least try to stay in the game, and he wasn't able to do that, but I absolutely loved it sitting there watching this game as a fan, as an analyst. We need more of this yes. in the NBA. I don't think there's enough of it, and we got a taste of it last night. First Ooh. week of the season, and we're already seeing this kind of thing. I absolutely love what the Western Conference is setting up to be. I love beef, but I like it when it's vegan, right? So it's not <laughs> real. And so I don't even eat it myself, really. Oh, my. I like impossible burgers. I like impossible, like impossible kerfuffles. Okay. Right. And that's exactly what this was. I'm impossible done with y'all. Kerfuffles. <laughs> it's, it's possible that this will motivate Clay throughout the season because he, like you said, has a chip on his shoulder to prove people that he's just as good as before he had his injury. And then Devin Booker, he's trying mm -hmm. to arrive and motivate this team to do something that they haven't done before. And so I liked it from both ends. And yeah, it was a little bit of a fake beef, but real beef. A little bit of a fake Impossible Burger beef. beef. But you, ah! I'm just My analogies are not normal. <laughs> yeah, I think you I'm know what? Before we start going into coffee beans, let's get into some news <laughs> at this point. Uh, another Pelicans. player was ejected Anything earlier this week. Grant Williams has been suspended <laughs> one game without pay for recklessly making contact with a and directing an inappropriate language toward a game official. Williams will serve his suspension Friday when the Celtics host the Cavaliers. Our next Friday night doubleheader is Pacers-Wizards, and then it's Pelican-Suns. NBA Countdown gets it all started at 7 Eastern. NBA Today will be back in 60 This seconds. song hits different now. I love it. I'm <laughs> in. Uh. NBA Today is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. I don't care what happens throughout the course of my season or throughout the course of my career. I don't like to lose. I hate to lose. With this team looking like this, this is very, very bad. It's not like, you know, we're sitting here with a lot of lasers on our team. Oh, Russ, no, he missed it. And the Lakers are 0-3 to start the year. We don't have time for feelings. We're trying to turn this thing around. Lakers Nuggets tonight at 10 Eastern on ESPN. And our Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that the Lakers guard Russell Westbrook is unlikely to play but remains hopeful of a return versus the Timberwolves on Friday. That's what sources are telling our Adrian Wojnarowski. So the Lakers, they're still looking for the first win, but when is it going to come? Look at their schedule here. After tonight's game on ESPN in Denver, they go to Minnesota. They come home. They play the Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Jazz, Perk. How are you digesting this schedule? When are the Lakers going to get in the win column? Uh, I don't know, but I guess what? I'm very <laughs> confident to say that they will not win tonight. I know that much. <laughs> they will not win tonight. They're not going to Denver and winning that game tonight with that altitude. And we all know, Legs, you know how it feels to play mm. in Denver when that altitude kick that in in the second half. So that I know burn. that much. I, I'm that confident. <laughs> I'm that confident, Malik and Shanae, that they will not win tonight. All right, Shanae. Yeah, I played in the Pac-12, Utah, Colorado, it's all not, that stuff. It's not easy. Uh, 
Mm, I don't even want to say November 2nd. Pelicans, that, you know. I, Especially I, considering Pelicans were shorthanded last night. No exactly. Still, still were no able to squeak out the win against against. Luka. Nobody wants to say it. No I'm going to say it. They're going to go 0-7. Oh. Their first win is going to be against Utah at home November 4th. Wow. Get your popcorn mm. ready. That'll be a big night. for My the goodness. Well, I think David McMenamin put it perfectly <laughs> earlier when he said that this is a get-right game for both teams. Denver does not want to lose this one tonight. Ugh, big facts. Yeah, you got somebody yep. limping in. You got to take them. Yeah, take but every time you tell the Lakers to get right, they go left. <laughs> Ken, it, thank you. In the memoir. That's going to do it for us here on NBA Today. We're going to go listen to our theme song one more time. NFL Live is coming do up next. I don't think they have one by Mustard and uh -huh. Ty Dolla Sign, but they got Orlovsky. <laughs> and Mina.